And we're back again. Another back-to-back uh, day podcasts. Yes, uh, sir. We podcasted last night with our last underachievers, and you can obviously find that uh, on our underachievers uh, podcast, which today I finally got to it. So to be start to start things off here, we got news for the podcast. It, before we get into the NHL, the expansion draft protection list and all this. Um, so I finally got around, and the podcasts have now been separated. Yes. I've been talking about doing it for a while. You um, finally got to it. I finally got time to do it. So Attaboy. I did it earlier today. Um, so at the moment, this one, this one or last one is now because I made the podcast page currently that you, we use is going to be the underachievers. Mm-hmm. And then the new page I made today will be this Wimmerquake hockey podcast. So there if you is. search going forward, except on Spotify. And like Google Podcasts, those are still be the same coming from the same places because I post them from a different site. Um, but from the one that I do post mostly on, um, mm-hmm. where you'll find on Apple Podcasts and Pandora, Amazon Music, stuff like that, those would be different. So uh, maybe not today, but in the next couple of days, there'll be the underachievers, which just be underachievers. And if you search Whitmer Quick Podcast, it's just going to be us talking hockey. So whichever mm-hmm. floats your boat. We talk, we talk sports in the other ones. So if you're a little more well-rounded in the sports area, we can t- go to that one. If you're interested in hockey and our takes on it, stick around. Uh, obviously, this is a hockey podcast. It's all over hockey. Um, and if this is your first podcast and you're just finding this podcast, welcome. I'm also I'm obviously Mike Whitmer, and Jeff Quake is over there, who is across from me, not across from me, you know, through Zoom, because, you know, the yes. world's still the way it is. <laughs> yes. How's it going? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot to talk about and break yes. down in today's going episode. Holy Toledo, guys. Uh, tomorrow is the expansion draft for the 32nd mm-hmm. NHL team, the Seattle Kraken. They make their official arrival tomorrow as we will find out who will be on their team. We will probably break down um, some of our like top players we personally think that Seattle should uh, pick. Um, and we'll especially go over who we think they'll take from Philadelphia. We're, all, we're also going to break down the Philadelphia Flyers list, as well as all the trades that happened just uh, over the weekend. It was mm-hmm. an incredible day for trade. Impossible and, trade and, and rumors we'll, that can also happen now. And we'll, until- and I'll explain. It'll, it'll, uh, I'll wait until we get to the trades. Uh, right before that, I'll explain why it, there were so many trades on, on Saturday. Um, but uh, first things first. No, I'm just here. saying, in general, you're going to probably see potentially more trades tomorrow. Oh well, yeah, for tomorrow for sure. But I more so meant on Saturday alone. Oh, true. Why Maybe. there are so many? Um, but first things first. Um, I don't even know last. where to begin. There, there's just so much to go over. So let's start with this because it caught my eye. Go for it's it. It's not a trade. It's not anything to do with the expansion. It is actually an extension. For me, you're a Heiskanen with yes, the Dallas Stars. That, that's a great point to this, start at, Mike. This is not that he is not worthy. And I just saw, because I know the other day you texted me saying uh, Heiskanen signed. And I said, oh, cool. He signed. That's, I mean, no surprise. I didn't realize yeah. how much the, the yeah. annual, average annual was for that. Not that he's not worth it, but a 22 year old NHL is now going to be paid a point, almost about eight and a half mil average annual. Yeah, and I believe that's an over 
Yes. Eight years. Yeah, for the next eight years. So in total, it's eight years, $67.6 million for Mayor Heiskanen. So he will be staying, hopefully for the star's sake, in Dallas until the contract would run out in 2028, 2029. Wow. Again, and if he the will contract be 30 at stays, that time. If, yes. And that's true, too. And the main sense and the prime of his career. It's typically when yes. the prime of your career kind of hits that Absolutely. latter 20s, early 30s, that's kind of where your prime of the career is. Yeah. So a huge congratulations to them. Very well deserved um, contract. Huge he has have, been huge exceptional for done. them. Um, speaking about Dallas, actually, really quickly here before we kind of get things going here more, um, a huge trade rumor between the Dallas Stars and potentially the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Stars are linked to. Uh, looking to possibly acquire Seth Jones, who is originally from the Dallas area. So people are thinking he might want to play for his hometown, uh, stars and everything, which would be kind of cool. That'd be very interesting. And not only that, but it sounds like Columbus is interested in John Klingberg. So there could, could there be a one-for-one swap? I don't know. Probably Here's not. the thing, though. That would be kind of counterproductive because if I'm Dallas or if I'm – Columbus. I'm not oh my trading goodness. my star defenseman uh, to the other team for another defenseman. I, you know, I would ideally want both of the both of them on one team. You know, I mean, I want to put it past Columbus because they just did it with getting Patrick Laine, who again has been rumored is who's also been been rumored to be also on the uh, board out there. It's again, unbelievable. There's a significant downside to getting Laine. But his shot is unreal. It is is, absolutely, for me, top three in the league. But you have to find him open. You have to put him on the power play, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I agree. And it's very very tough. And we can always talk about more about Patrick Laine. We also can talk about, at some point, Jack Eichel. Uh, There's been so much going on with him still. Um, He's still yet to get his surgery scheduled for his neck. And... I mentioned to this to you when I was texting the other day, Mike, the longer that Sabres and Jack Eichel put off the surgery, you know, the worse is going to be, meaning that he's going to miss so much time already. Now, the reason I'm saying it is because it sounds like it's a very complicated surgery. Over here. Oh, right there. It sounds like it's going to be a, such a very complicated surgery. So that I understand that when we patient, it's July now. The season starts in a couple months. You can't afford to lose your best player and captain to having a surgery. So it's like you need to do something. Now, it could be you're out for a month or so. It could be out for six months. I don't know. I don't know how complex the surgery is or if he'll ever get it with Buffalo, but he's clearly not happy. Go ahead, Mike. No, he's not happy. Um, no. Especially how his injury's been dealt, and it's very complicated surgery, but can fix a lot of what his issues are. From what I've understood and heard about the surgery, I don't know anything about surgery. I'm not obviously in medicine or anything like that, so all I see is just what I've heard and what I've like read and stuff. Um, but what I've heard is that it's a very tricky kind of just because yeah. it's so high, you know. There's so much risk that go involved with it, but. If it can help them, it helps them. That's why there's probably some hesitancy with some people, similar to Tarasenko, which, which injury, injury history. Right, which I um, get, but with that... But here's the other thing for Buffalo. This is the last offseason before his no-trade clause goes into effect. 
Same with Connor McDavid. Uh, so if they want, so if they're going to try to move him for their sake, this is the best chance to do it because they could trade him to anyone they want to right now. Because yeah. next year, if in the same boat, he could say, oh, I want to play for New York. I want to play for Boston. I want to play for these teams. I want to go for it. I'm not going to be one of these. I don't want to be a bottom feeder anymore. Yeah. So that's a very, that's something they have to keep in the back of their minds too. For not only Jack Eichel, but like you mentioned, Connor McDavid, who I'm sure is just as unhappy in Edmonton. He is. He's been a little, he's been vocal about it, but they're probably going to make the playoffs. So I think he's going to stay. Yeah. I, I, I hope so for McDavid's sake, because you have to have, it, it's, it sucks not having the best player in the NHL, not being the Stanley Cup playoffs. You almost need to have him in the playoffs. Yes. So, um, all right. So, Let's get started here. I, I was going to say a pun, but I held my so, back from saying it. In about yeah. one day and a little less than, than 19 minutes, exactly now, um, the expansion <laughs> draft will take place. So yes. 8 o'clock tomorrow. On ESPN2, keep in mind. Yes. Not on ESPN, but ESPN2. Um, ESPN8, the issue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I can also. But there are over the weekend there were a bunch of trades as yes. everyone was putting in their protected lists and all this. So, so just in the last couple of days in general, I want to go back. When did these all start? Yeah. It so really started well, from when was that? Twelfth was that the beginning of last week? Or uh, last week. Just about. I'd yeah, that imagine. was last Monday. That was last Monday, twelfth. So essentially, that's when more trades kind of happened because that's when Caleb Jones, which we talked about last time, yeah, was dealt Seth Jones's brother. And then a couple of days later, some minor trades. Uh, Ryan Graves was traded from Colorado to uh, New Jersey. Uh, Nick Letty on the sixteenth was traded, and I know you're kind of. You were kind of vocal on this when you saw it broke on Twitter uh, that you didn't really like it in terms of uh, CVY um, getting Nick Letty for Richard Ponick and a 2021 second round pick and yeah, 50% of yeah was retained on the salary as well. Whoops. I, I get that they probably needed a defenseman but at the same time, Steve Eiserman. Yikes. I honestly thought this is a horrible trade for him. So for Detroit, they are getting charged 4.125 mil on his cap hit. While in the meantime, New York, they get 4.125 mil in cap space, in cap relief. They also get Richard Ponick, who's honestly not too bad. And a second round pick in this year's draft, which is the 52nd overall pick because it's Edmonton's pick. I get it. Detroit needs a veteran defenseman, but Ponick is not as bad as people think. He is, I think he's a pretty solid depth player. He's, you know, depending on the team, so like for Washington, he was a solid top nine player and he fit perfectly in that system. Um, for Detroit, I could see him play. Well, I saw him playing just as well, if not just as great of a, a role there, but not anymore because they remember Steve Ayers remember acquired him and Jacob Rana uh, at the deadline uh, this past year. And 
Um, I thought that was uh, such a great key trade there, but um, that didn't happen. So what are you going to do? But uh, so I, I thought it was a bad trade for, for a very few bad trades that Steve Irishman has had. I did not like it at all. I don't know what your um, thoughts are on this trade, but I, I hated this trade. If I'm Steve, if I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan, I'm yelling at Steve Irishman and saying, dude, you made so many great moves and draft picks. This is one of the very few trades I've actually hated. And I can't yeah. come to think what I, I understand that he needs a veteran defenseman, but taking that much cap on Nicoletti and giving up a second round pick. Not that he didn't have cap to spend, but but still. Richard Ponick seems like the perfect Islander though, because he has been he very does. depth and put up barely any points ever. The most points he's ever put up in a season was in 16-17. He played all 82 games that year. He put up 44 points that year. 22 goals. 22 I mean, assists. that's not bad for a depth guy. For a third, fourth line guy, that that's was pretty it. freaking good. That was it. Yeah, Clear, clearly next, you're not at yeah. 18 19 in 75 games. He put up 33 points, 14 goals, 19 assists. Uh, outside of that, don't expect him to put up any yeah. points. Fair also, enough. hopefully, he can stay healthy because this is about to be his seventh team since coming to since starting in 2012. It's going to be Richard Ponick's seventh yes. team. He started with the he started with the Lightning. He played two seasons there. He played a season in Toronto. Then he played three in Chicago. Uh, sorry, two and a half essentially in Chicago. Wow. He was I didn't realize he won. He moved around so much. Arizona so, played another season in Arizona. Oh, eight, that's nineteen twenty and twenty twenty one. He played for for Washington and then yeah, I was gonna say, I thought recently, he was with Washington for ages, but clearly nope. not. That's the last two years. And then wow. more recently in 12 games, he played for Detroit. And next season, if he has the ice with them, he will be a New York Islander. He was drafted in 2009. Wow. He's a very depth defenseman who I'm sure would do great for the Islanders because that is definitely the type of player I could see being in an Islanders uniform. That's fair. Uh, that's all my thought on that trade is. Um, but if I'm Steve Yarsman, just try to get picks. Just try to do something just to... Cause you know, you're rebuilding. That's where you that's where you killed it with uh, the lightning. Um, but outside of that, you get Jason Dixon Dickinson for Vancouver for a third round pick with a uh, Dallas trade. It's yeah, uh, I, I actually really like this pick uh, or trade. Um, if I am at least his signing uh, rights, Vancouver. That's true for for your signing rights. Um, you know, I I actually really enjoyed it the trade. I get it because he was most likely going to go to the um, Seattle Kraken, which made sense. And he's you know a bottom six guy. I think he still possibly but, could. I don't know if they protected him. Yeah. Let me go look at that real quick. Yeah, so he, he was a bottom six guy, but he I'll put it this way, the kind of game he he's more he's like a more offensive version, if I had a guess, for um more than Tyler Pitt. Like he he uh, has a little bit of speed and, and size to him, but he, he he can put up more points, I think. He has that potential to be a bottom six 30-point score, which is pretty freaking good for bottom six. So I think this is a, a slam dunk of a trade for Vancouver. Um, I'm happy that a team like him got his rights for Dallas. They got the 73rd overall pick, a, a third-rounder in this year's draft, which 
Hey, good oh, no. for them. I, they, I did protect, good... they did protect them. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, I was going to say they, they would have had to protect them. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they did because that was, um, yeah, that, that I thought that was a good trade. Uh, this next one we can kind of uh, touch on real quick because I don't know much about these guys, but uh, the Sharks got their goalie. They got the signing rights to Aiden Hill. I've heard his name. I don't know much about him, but it sounds like he could really push for a starting role and he could really put up a good run for uh, Martin Jones's money for a starting role um, in San Jose. They also got a 2022 seventh round pick in return the sh- for the Joseph Coronar and like, a 2022 <laughs> second round pick goes to Arizona and right. Hopefully because, we'll see. I, I don't know much yeah. about this guy, but you know, I mean, he's we'll 25. Go. So there you go. Um, and then our old friend, Ron Hextall, he made a trade as, Oh, you know what? Before we continue, Mike, I completely forgot to mention it. I knew I was going to do this. The reason, guys, why there were so many trades there. So after the, um, well, no, I'm sorry, it was before. It was by the time it was 3 p.m. on Saturday, the NHL had a trade freeze. Period. So by 3 p.m. on Saturday, no more teams can make trades. Uh, obviously, you can make a trade uh, by the time 3 p.m. happens. After that. Trades could still roll through uh, in the trade queue, as a matter of speaking, just like how the trade deadline would work. And trades could still roll through, which we saw trades roll through like for like almost a half hour later um, throughout the whole half hour. But the reason for this is because the expansion draft coming up, and this is prior to the list getting released, which was happening, I believe, the very next morning um, on Sunday. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Yes, it's it, it was a very very busy day. Uh, here. Here's a kind of bigger one. Jared McCann is going yes. to Toronto because they keep making trades with one another. Yeah. And Phil Hollander uh, in the seventh round pick, 2023, went back the other way. Ironic thing here is the pick. It's right now. Oh, uh, the the player Phil Hollander that went to Toronto back to Pittsburgh was the same player who. Went from Pittsburgh to Toronto in the Kasperi Kapanen trade. The first or second time he got traded from Pittsburgh to, to Toronto. It's back and forth with these guys. Yep. But um, yeah, so uh, Ron Hexel, he made a trade. Um, this was a pretty bad one. It sounds like a lot of people were, were surprised. I didn't realize that McCann was actually that good. Um, so the crazy thing is, Toronto, they left McCann unprotected, but I will say Look this really guys quickly. They have to protect. I mean. Right, which is fair. But I will say this, though. There was a video going around, completely viral, a little earlier today, I believe it was, if not sometime yesterday. Um, some guys in Seattle, um, where, of course, the expansion jobs happening. Apparently, they're filming these different locations where the expansion jobs are going to take. And, uh, take place and have different like celebrities and, and, and athletes stop by and announce the picks. Um, so with that being said, apparently there was a, someone recorded a video of the, uh, a guy in a suit and everything in the mask and, and this guy at like a fish market, he got tossed a fish and it had a name on the fish and he read the name out loud and it said Alex Kerfoot. So if this video is true and it's going to be a pre-recorded video, the Seattle Kraken is taking Alex Kerfoot from the Toronto Maple Leafs and that would be groundbreaking because like, if I'm a team, if I'm Seattle, I get you filming in public one night, which is really cool. 
you got to be very careful. Otherwise, you know, like, I mean, everyone's going to listen around their labor. It's going to spoil the whole thing. It's like no point, but it's, uh, but you get the point I'm saying, but you know, it's just, I don't know. It it was very interesting. So we'll see if this is actually the case or not. If Kerfoot is the choice, I think it could be Kerfoot regardless of this video coming out anyway. Um, I, I, I've always thought it was going to be Alex Kerfoot. I do like McCann, after watching some of his highlights and looking up like what kind of game he plays, game he plays, you know, I thought there's maybe a chance, but I think it's going to be Alex Kerfoot regardless of that video going viral. Yep. And then uh, you had Barkley Goodrow. He was on the move. He got traded to the New York Rangers for his rights for a seventh round pick in 2022. Now I, I saw a lot of people give, Tampa flack for this trade. They gave up a first round pick for Barkley Goodrow. And it's like, yeah, but at the same time, though, they won not only just one, but they won two Stanley Cups with him. And he had a pivotal goal in the Stanley Cup final, or sorry, pivotal assist in the Stanley Cup finals. So um, Blake Coleman's incredible last second goal in the second period uh, in game two, three, or four, or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, again, that's for their signing rights. Right, just for signing. He, so, he hasn't actually signed yet. Either. Right, there are rumors that Goodrow could. Um, Goodrow, Goodrow. Oh my God, I can't even talk. Um, Goodrow. Goodrow. It, it is Goodrow. Um, yeah, no, it, it feels like it should be pronounced differently. But um, there is a possibility that he is expected to sign a six-year, three-point-six mil AAV deal with New York Rangers, which would be a pretty hefty deal for him, honestly. I think it's overpayment. I like Barkley Goodrow's game. I don't like his game that much. Now I don't either, but he's pretty much comparing himself to Lawton. Right. And then I was gonna say we did talk about this. Like we did talk about Scott Lawton's contracts compared to Barkley Goodrow's. I I like the length of the deal. Um, for both like Goodrow and Scott Lawton term not as much it's yeah yeah so it is what it is Mm -hmm. uh the next one was also announced on the rangers twitter page this is a very small one uh a fourth round pick 2022 in the signing race to nick de simone to new york uh rangers again and the vegas gold knights acquired brett halliday um Mm -hmm. he did go from tampa bay to new york and i believe the ryan mcdonough trade if not, it was the, yeah, it was the Ryan McDonough trade, um, all those years ago. So there's that. Uh, and now going to and the now Flyers, and I could see exactly the what side. I was doing when this trade was happening because Jeff was right next to me as I was getting destroyed in 2K by Brian. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, I get a text in my hockey group chat with, uh, with uh, some of my friends from uh, ESU, and all of a sudden, I see Ellis to Philadelphia. And I see another one, Brian Ellis to Philadelphia. And I thought, oh, my God, Chuck Fletcher's got his guy. He had gotten his top four defenseman. But I thought, what did the Flyers give up? I didn't mind getting Brian Ellis. I thought, you know what? I love this deal. But let's just see how much we gave up on Because he's a top four defenseman. There's no doubt. And he's a right-handed shot, which the Flyers desperately need. So who do they give up? They gave up Joe Myers and center Nolan Patrick. It's okay. Uh, and I, I honestly, I'm the more I'm sitting on it, the more I'm okay yeah, I'm with, fine it. with it. Yeah. The more, basically, you're 
upgrading Phil Myers. Uh, although I love Phil Myers, you know, he's a very young defenseman. Nashville's getting a good, solid defenseman. He has some time to grow. This guy could have been now, after what we've seen so far in his career, we were saying he could have been a first round pick, maybe a second round pick, probably. Um, Patrick for or... Phil, Phil Myers. Okay. Because he went on draft, remember? A lot yeah, of people yeah, were saying, yeah. oh, he could he could have probably gone in the first round, maybe the second round, probably. At the latest, I think third round, to be honest, because he's not only a tall and big defenseman, he can he's skate right very yeah. fast. And right um, are very And he's right to, yeah, so that, that's key right there. So, um, so that was, yeah, that and there was, was a thought that he could potentially be a number one defenseman. He just never came, but being in Nashville, yeah. he doesn't really have to worry about that because, which is nice because he have Roman, Roman Yossi. Yeah. And, and I depending will on, say that's depending on who he's with, of, he could be with Mateus, who we all thought he was going to come here. Yes. Um, or uh, with what's his face? There's someone. Dante Fabro. Yeah, or Fabro. So there's another one. Uh, and then the rights of Nolan Patrick to Nashville as well. And then five minutes later, flip him to Vegas for Cody for Glass. Cody Glass. And I thought, are you kidding me? Vegas, what in the world are you doing? No offense to Vegas. I get it though, because they're probably rumored to get Nolan Patrick for a while now. Because let's be honest, Kelly McCrimmon, their GM, he coached Nolan Patrick. So, yeah. so I just thought maybe he could be the person that. Right. So he's uh, his old coach. That's funny. Juniors. The second they traded the six, six overall pick in 2017 for the second overall second, pick yeah. in 2017. Yeah. Those like guys that, but, haven't really panned out. Yet. You know. I think I'll put it this way. Cody Glass, he's been given a little bit more of an opportunity. Nolan Patrick, I'm sorry, Patrick has been given an opportunity. He's just had more injuries to deal with. Glass, he hasn't really found his game as much. I, I like Cody Glass better as a player overall than Patrick. It's It sucks because Nolan Patrick, he had gone through a lot. There's no secret to his concussions. And he spoke to the Vegas media, uh, I think, yesterday, the day before. Um, you know, he, he's excited. Uh, he, he didn't look like it. It was so funny. Someone commented. Uh, like, that's funny. <laughs> oh I was gosh. just sorry. I was looking at uh, Nolan Patrick's cap friendly. It says source for uh, his contract is Dave Isaac. Yeah, Dave Isaac. <laughs> I miss you, Dave Isaac. You're the goat. Uh, but, you know, I do think, though, that Nolan Patrick, when healthy, he can be a pretty solid player. But the issue is, when he's healthy and it, now there is a story that apparently had been rumored. I don't know how accurate it is. Um, I think it was Dan Silver. who tweeted it out uh, who said yes, he knew yeah, a couple yeah. of close sources to the flyers who told him apparently towards the end of the 2018, 19 season, I think when Scott Gordon, the current head coach for the uh, Lehigh Valley Phantoms or no, is Gordon still there? I don't Gordon's think he is. Gone. No, he's gone. That's right. I'm sad about it's that. It's the period. Oh, shit. That's right. It's not being... Damn it. Uh, anyway, so Scott Gordon, when he, he was the interim mm-hmm. head coach of the Lehigh Valley player. Phantoms, um, apparently uh, Patrick had some kind of altercation with Gordon, and then Patrick missed the final two games with a quote-unquote upper body injury. So I don't know if Patrick has had like, an attitude problem or what the case is. Clearly, he was never really ha- that happy in Philadelphia um, during his time there. That, I don't know. Again, he's had concussions. He's had. Don't some. you go through like mood changes and stuff like that? 
you you Dropping, can uh, yeah you have your ups and downs with them oh no you like trust yeah. me and you know, i'm i'm speaking from a first hand experience i've had four so yeah i'm kind of i'm a non I, i'm unofficial expert in concussions yes um but you no, can just so, go off your personal exactly so, no but you know so for and then I, I even wrote an article kind of defending nolan Patrick a couple months ago with sparks talk philly just saying like look like i get it philly fans are tough they're can be ruthless at times and you expect the absolute best out of especially a second overall pick so with that being said though if if a player gets a concussion you need to give him time you can't just expect them to get rushed back on the ice a week later and play at their full potential again. It takes, it can take a couple of months to heal from a concussion depending on how the severity of it. For being now, honest no, here, yeah. post-concussion ended Prongett's career. Uh, obviously, it's a different you. situation. But... Not only that, it ended Keith Prima's career. Yep. Concussions ended Eric Lundros's career. Who's... It's pretty much ender ending Ocpos's career. Yeah, it ended... Uh, Mark Savard's career. So there's a lot of careers that have been ruined by concussions. Yeah. And with that being said, though, you and I'm, I'm I'll put it this way: I'm grateful the fact that Patrick will hopefully have a healthier career for the rest of his life. His life. I don't know how long his career could last. I hope he has. And this is coming from just being a human being. Like I don't wish a concussion on anyone or or any harm on anyone. Like. When someone goes through that, it's it's just as easy to get another concussion. Uh, I know what you're thinking. I'm not. I, I, no, it's 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 nothing. No, no. I I have an idea what you're thinking. I'll, I'll talk after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh god, I can only imagine though. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, no. So anyway, though, so, uh, once you get one, it's just as easy to get another. But from that. <laughs> I just look at it and it just had the slightest smirk. I can tell you're cracking up. Oh, you're the worst. Um, it's nothing no. about us. So don't worry. Well, no, no, I know that. Yeah. No, I know that. Yeah. Um, it's not I, wishing, I, really wishing harm on anyone. It's just something that was talked about earlier today. No. Oh, gosh, gosh. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Okay. I was going a different direction. So no, I'll, no, I'll no, still no. tell you up um, <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, so point is be patient with Don Patrick. Uh, and plus it, it honestly this trade benefits him because Vegas kind of has a much needed slot in center. Even if he's a fourth line, third line center for Vegas, don't do it. Like give him well, they really did throw. is flip centers. Yeah, this is true. Vegas. That's Which, a great to point. Me, I don't think it's it's not really that high risk, high reward because both guys haven't no. really panned out that well. For Patrick being where they were, wise, by being where they were drafted. Yeah. And where they are right now, it's 2020. It's going to 2022 Yikes. next season. They were drafted in 2017. And for Yikes. Patrick's sake, he came in right away. He did. He's played three um, seasons. Cody Glass has only played two in the NHL. Like Glass's um, numbers haven't been. Patrick's put 70 career numbers up. Yeah. Also, points. One, one interesting thing about uh, Cody Glass now getting traded. Vegas has now traded all three of their first round picks in 2017. Cody Glass, Nick Suzuki. Mm-hmm. And there was one other guy. Um, I think it was Eric Brandstrom, I think, that they traded uh, to Ottawa. Yeah, as part of the, the Mark Stone deal. So, you know, I mean, hey, it's working I mean, out for them. It's, just fine, yeah, it's good for them. because it, it, it just cracks me up, that's all. 
It does for uh, me too. And I think both guys in this case, especially Patrick, I think he just needed a new place. And he, he needed to do that too team. because he also even admitted a trade. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he said, honestly, I think this just getting a new fresh start is the best thing for me, which makes sense. Yeah. Because on the other hand, a, for the Flyers, a guy in his situation, it's completely different from Oscar Lindblom's, obviously. Yes. But for Patrick in particular, yeah. Um, this isn't the city to try to come back in. No, this it, is not the city you're going to want to try to come back in because this city is too relentless against you. Uh, but I did have a thought, especially this yeah. past season with Patrick, and I can relate it to another Sixers or Flyer or Philadelphia icon that kind of you know was a little lackluster in the playoffs. Yeah, I think everyone knows where I'm going with this. And Ben Simmons. And oh, it was also his, his birthday his, today. So happy birthday, Ben! Happy birthday, Ben! He's our age. He's 25, making a lot more money. Yeah. Yeah, wasting a lot more money. Yeah. Um, um, but oh, f- fun fact: the Philadelphia teams they had three. So three out of the four top two picks for each team is gone in this two thousand like between two thousand sixteen seventeen. The f- sixteen, uh, Mickey Moniak, the Phillies is the only one left. In twenty seventeen, Carson Wentz, he just got, he just got caught up overall. Moniak caught up again. Yeah. And then uh, there was um, Carson. Oh, no, it was uh, um, Markel Fultz, number one overall to Philadelphia. He, he's he's been gone. So in three out of the four. Yes. But so, I yeah. thought I was thinking because after the whole Ben Simmons thing, a lot of it's been come out like mentally that he just wasn't didn't want to go to this areas because just mentally he was just too much in his head. And I had to thought maybe that's kind of the same thing with, with Patrick. Because on the possible. ice, he just wasn't the same. He just no. He, just, he was just kind of there. He kind of just gave up. Like as soon as the play, because even Mitchell, Mitchell, even the at play. the point, it's like he just wanted Patrick off the team because he just couldn't stand watching him play anymore. And I think a lot of that, I think, because of the a lot of I know he's it's the thing that held him out all the season before was migraine disorders, which was. Apparently, if like an inherited kind of family thing, yeah. But concussions obviously have played some role in that too. So I still think there's that there was a hesitancy of him going to dirty areas or going yeah, up against he, the board and or I anything that like that. You because are afraid to get hit. I don't blame the last him time he bit. played in a, a contact game outside of that last season was yeah. him getting hurt multiple times. Yeah. One so. of them going up against who was it, yeah. Winsky or whatever, up against the board against New Jersey. Uh, Curtis Gabriel. Gabriel, that's who it was. Thanks for that, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and last minute. Uh, oh, and real quick before we get to the last trade, finally, uh, Ryan Ellis comes to Philadelphia. He yes. is twenty nine, going 30. on thirty, or he's thirty, he's 30. now. Um, he actually spoke with the media earlier today, <clears throat> and everything. And everyone they announced his number. That, he's number ninety four for yes. the Flyers. The first time ever in franchise history that number will be given, which is different. And it was believed by some that his injury this past season was a shorter, which he yes. kind of cleared up that it was a knuckle. He cleared and up he, right away. Uh, it was Charlie O'Connor who asked him, and, and it was a fair question by Charlie. And you know, because I was I was watching the um, the Zoom interview conference on YouTube, and and you know Charlie, you, you know, asked him a fair question. Oh, like people were basically speculating that. Uh, I'm just kind of paraphrasing here. You know, people were speculating that the injury that kind of kept him out was shoulder injury. Was that true? And he's, and Ellis said, I don't really know where that came from, but no, it was, you know, he, he said he busted up his knuckle 
Um, it didn't sound like he needed surgery. Sam Corchidi asked him if he needs surgery. It didn't sound like at all he needed surgery. The good news is he's completely healthy. So this is the even better trade for the Flyers in this case. So the fact also, that they gave up this is huge because and Nolan Patrick for Ryan Ellis, a healthy Ryan Ellis, who's right-handed defenseman and can slot in just perfectly with Ivan Perov. Before we get into that's this, a home run. Before we get into more Flyers talk, let's talk about this next trade because they don't care well, about the course, trade because Andrew Ladd isn't a person anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's great. He's a person, but he's just not an NHL. I know it's gonna be. It's, a, it's, a, it's the con- it's the constant Arizona the Coyotes get a guy who's just not playing anymore. Yeah, with Hosa um, and everyone else they've ever kind of yeah. got that needed like head thumb cap. So they got a lot <laughs> for future they considerations did. from the uh, uh, New York Islanders for Andrew Ladd um, and a 2021 second round pick. 60th con- overall, yeah, originally. A conditional uh, second 2022 second round pick, a conditional 2023 third round pick. That's, that saves a lot for Andrew Ladd. I'm just saying. Yeah. But the conditions yes. are cut. Uh, the Coyotes received the better of the two 22 second round picks the Islanders uh, currently hold, New York Islanders and Colorado. Uh, conditions the pick is not transferred to Arizona if Ladd plays in. Any professional games in 2022, 2023, while under his current contract, or retires prior to the conclusion of the 2022, 2023 uh, regular season. Interesting. So essentially, if he plays um, a game, yeah, it's not. Gonna that's be an interesting condition. It's Honestly, an interesting so- condition because he's not really playing anymore. He's- but it's like, so do you? You're basically just p- playing you guys saying, "Hey, we're not going to seat you up." And, and I, when when did even Andrew Ladd even last play? He last played 2019-2020. He played four games. He had one point. He had there one goal. Go. He also played one playoff game. Ah, there you go. Cool. Yeah, so I and guess you don't have this, to worry about him In playing. this most recent season, he played one AHL game. There you go. So I guess you don't have to have him really worry about playing games you just have to more so worry you more have to worry about him retiring yeah so we'll see what happens but um the fact that they i i cannot believe the islanders finally got rid of his contract but they are they get 4.375 mil in caps relief also keep in mind they also got 4.125 mil in um in cap space as well because of the the, the deal of the Detroit Red Wings. So keep that in mind. You know so what Islanders it, they are projected to have right now twelve point one seven mil cap space. You know what I really hope happens. Let's hear it. in the draft tomorrow. Josh Bailey goes to Seattle, or Anthony Bovillier gets traded to Montreal because it's all that might happen. Or there is the potential there that there's interest in it. And yeah. if that happens, I generally don't know how the fucking Islanders could continue what they do. Not only that, but do you know what the best part about all this is? Lou Lamarillo, the back to back GM of the year, protected not only Cal Clutterbuck, but Matt Martin. <laughs> Matt Martin over guys like Matt, uh, Jordan Eberle and Josh Bailey. Who's oh, the, and who Keith, was the young guy? Keeper Bellows. Yeah, that's who it was. 
Now, yeah, uh, for me, I, I, I'm taking Kiefer Villas from either him or Josh Bailey, honestly. It's just so you have a young guy to kind of develop exactly. your system. But not like I, that, but a, a guy who see, is I'm cheap. looking at it in a screw you, you know, New York oh, 1, and 1, saying I'm taking Josh Bailey because he's on your second line. He's actually pretty good for you. So I'm taking not only that. that. Same thing with Jordan um, Everly. You could argue they could take sorry, it too. Jordan, just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. Either way, I take either one of them. I'll put it this um, way. If you take either one of three, Josh, I'm going to uh, combine the names, Josh Bailey, Jordan Emberley, or Kiefer Bellows, Islanders are, they, they shot themselves in the foot big time here. I guarantee you one also, of those that it gone. that does end up happening in with Pavilion to costly Montreal. Yeah, that's another young guy you just yeah. got rid of. Pavilion is 24. And he's uh new slash he's very good. He was the guy who scored the go ahead goal for oh, I'm sorry, no, I'm thinking of Arteri looking at my bad. Uh, I also like oh no, that's Rangers, sorry. The Rangers yeah, uh, but no, uh but Anthony Bavelli, he's a very good young player still. Yes, sorry, it's confusing too. But uh no, I do think though that if the Seattle Krakens do take uh you know Josh Bailey. I think or that's their best bet. Josh Bailey or Jordan, again, any one of Everly. those three. Any, any of those three. And the Islanders shot themselves in the foot here. Just fine. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love if it, it was the other Sebastian Ajo, that would have been great. Yeah, it's right. Not the, it's not as good. I wouldn't put it past the Islanders if they unprotected that Sebastian Ajo. So, yeah. Oh, boy. But, um, yes, a lot of craziness going on. And then the, the list got released. I'll put it this way. Here are some of the top names actually that got released. I'll um, say well, this though. Yeah, go for it. Well, I, don't while think, I look this up, go for it. I don't think Seattle could really go wrong goaltending. They can't. So they're actually already rumored to have one of their goalies. They're rumored to take um, Chris Drager from the Florida Panthers. Not only that, it sounds like he could get, it, it, it's like a, uh, like a, a draft and sign deal with the uh, Seattle Kraken. And let me see here. It was, it looks like a three year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, I'll put it this way it, it was definitely a lot for a goalie. It was because we were talking about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah, 3.5 mil. Thank you. I was like, the race to find it. (laughs) I just went back to our text and scrolled up. That that does seem a lot for a backup goalie, especially if you do end up getting price, which is 10.5 mil. That's 13 mil. By the way, Carey Price waived his new movement clause. He can get selected by the Seattle Kraken. If I'm Seattle, I'm all over that. I don't care what his health is. Like, Even if he has to miss a year, that's fine. Just put him long-term IR. You have the second best goalie in the world. I think in both cases is a high risk, high reward for both Montreal or Seattle. For Montreal's case, it's high risk because if you lose him, your starting goalie is Jake Allen. Not only that, but Jake Allen, Jake Allen over Kerry Price is. I don't know if people know this or not. If in Montreal or you know, hockey world. Yeah, yeah. He's not a starter. He's not good. You don't say. Oh my gosh. So if in that only case, we knew that. Also, he's oh, wait, the whole reason do. why he went so far this year and this going to the Stanley Cup Finals and in the bubble. 
Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, 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 I can answer that. It's, it's not Jake Allen. No, no. It yeah. was Carey Price. But yeah, there's a whole yeah, reason. Also, not only that, so that would we are also, running into not just literally that, another just Patrick Waugh situation. Well, kind of, not really. Because he put himself, he himself waved it to help the team. Which, which I, which I, I think is great. Which but I don't I'm, think. That's where I'm like, okay, it's not really Patrick Waugh. Well, no, Patrick I, I know, really I, hated I, I, it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I know. Which I get what you're saying, but I'm saying Patrick Waugh situation all over again because Montreal is basically going to lose their the the next best goalie they've had since Patrick Waugh exactly. since you know since then. But I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's the only thing. So, it's a it's a high risk for them because. What they're losing is extremely high risk. High risk, but it's high reward. You lose, you lose that ten and a half mil, but you could never replace them. Maybe with like Tuca. That's a good point. Imagine seeing Tuca Rask in a Montreal Canadiens jersey. Bruins really hate him at that point. <laughs> oh yeah, more than they already do. Um, uh, but I'm just but saying they had they, that'd be the next best option for them if that is the case because you be. just lost ten and a half mil for free. Feel free to spend it on whatever. Yeah. Hell, sign Alexander Ovechkin. You have the because cap Ovechkin did say not only that, but Ovechkin did say the only other NHL team he would, I guess, ever consider is Montreal. Mm-hmm. That's so. that's the high reward there for them. Yes. But the only other goal that you can match to Price and getting back would be Tuca. Everyone Absolutely. else is significant drop off. But yes, for Seattle's, bit. if you take them, that's already ten million you're giving to your goalies, and like I just said. If that contract is right on Krieger, that is 14 mil because just the neck is his three and a half, and that's 10 and a half for so that's 14 mil just in your goalies alone. That's a lot to just in the one, but you have you your, then go- only you have your face, you have the face five mil or so left. You do have to suck team. it up because he's depending whatever his injury is, his hip, he has kind of a hip issue or whatever that could keep him out for. If not all, but majority of next season. So you're just going to have to eat it for a year, uh, not having them. But he's also 34. So obviously, the better of his years are behind him, but you could have a similar situation to Flurry where he has a resurgence. Yeah. Not that, because that is one thing they, what Montreal realized in the last couple of years is with rest, it's old vintage price you're seeing. That's why they brought in, not that I think he's good, but they brought in Jake Allen. Drager is a decent backup. So in that sense, for Seattle, that's you know good for them. Um, yeah. yeah. I just went to the cat-friendly place. Just one person here. Luke Henman. The first time. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but yeah, they really because they could also. Now it's only the rights, but they could get the signing rights of Tukarask to Seattle. Um, so, but either way, they can't go that wrong goaltending. I feel. No, not not at all. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they took him just because it's Carey Price. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they don't take him just because that's a lot. That, that yeah. is definitely a lot. I'm not he's, got five more, a lot. he's got five more they, years left on his could, They've contract. done a lot of talking. They've considered a lot. But it's a good, like I said, high risk, high reward. It could be mm-hmm. extremely, yeah, extremely, extremely worth it. 
the second best goalie in the NHL. Yeah, I he's think. 33 right now. Next month he turns 34. His contract ends in 2025, 2026. So wow. 10 and a half mil for the next five years. But if you can give him rest and everything and don't, you know, drain him or anything, but it is Haxtell, so it might happen. Um, yeah. That's where I'm like, okay. We'll yeah. But then you, you should probably get a younger goaltender in that sense. So. Yeah, he is done after five years because at that point he's going to be 39, 40. Yeah, something like that. Um, but anyway, kind of moving on though, uh, here I'll, I'll put it here real short. Here are some of the most notable names that are forwards alone. You have Brian, who are available for the expansion draft Brian Getzlov, Adam Henry from Anaheim, Jeff Skinner because he wages new movement caused from Buffalo. I don't know why this guy is notable. He's not, but Milan Lucic. Uh, you have Nino Niederreiter from Carolina, JT Comfort, Jonas Donskoy, and Gabriel Landeskog from Colorado. Yes, you heard me right. Captain Gabriel Landeskog. He is a UFA, but he's available. Uh, Max Domi from Columbus, that's pretty big. Noel Achari, Alex Wenberg from Florida. I think those are big moves there. Victor Rask, not so big. Paul Byron from Montreal. Apparently, uh, there are and, uh, along with Jonathan Duran, a lot of there has been some questionable moves in Montreal. Uh, Nashville, Cal Yarncroft, Ryan Johansson, Matt Deshane, all from Nashville. I think it's going to be Cal Also, Yon- this is Yarncroft. a surprise, too, but going back to Montreal, Shea Weber. He was also yes, left off it. Yes, and Shea Weber. Yeah, he was left off it, too, but he he's, seems to, he's, he's going to miss a lot of time. Yeah, his, unfortunately, it sounds like his career could almost be in jeopardy as well. I certainly hope not, but I'll put it this way. I mean, if, if in a hypothetical situation, of course, I do not want this to happen. If this was like his last season, I mean, he went to well, the cup final. He did. So, you know. But, again, his contract, average annual, 7.8. Mail for Shea Weber. Thanks to the Flyers. Kind of. Thanks, Homer. Yep. Until 25 26. Yeah. For the same yeah, same length as Carey Price. Yeah. So, either way, it would be a big contract. Uh, Andreas Janssen from the Devils, of course, we talked about Eberly Bailey, and who we personally think in Key for Bellows from the Islanders series is available. Evgeny Dadanoff from Ottawa, who's available. James Van Riemsdyke and Jake Fordrek from Philadelphia. We'll get to Brandon the, the Flyers and all that. And Jason Zucker from Pittsburgh. Vladimir Tarasenko, also unprotected from St. Louis. However, it there like has been rumors be, yeah. that That's not def- only I, could I think it's definitely going to happen. Selected. I'm just curious what team it's going to be. Yes, it could be selected, but it sounds like it could be a three-way team trade option for Tarasenko after that. The Flyers have been rumored. It sounds like they're no longer necessarily the front runner, but they're still rumored to go for him, which... I kind of hope happens. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, here's a lot of great news from Tampa Bay. Yanni Gord, Tyler Johnson. You have Matthew Joseph, Andre Plot, and Alex Kalorn. He even, um, Kalorn, that is, he was on the, a recent episode of Spitting Chicklets podcast, and he did say to those guys there, he would hate it if he went to Seattle because he wants to finish his career in Tampa Bay. So the fact uh, that I, I get... I don't think he's going to... I don't think um, he'll finish his career in Tampa, unfortunately. It's a shame. 
I think. But you, if I, if, I think if I'm could, but, Seattle here, I, I'm going Yanni Gord or Andre yeah. Pilat. Those guys have been phenomenal for the Tampa Bay Lightning. You were saying you would go for Tyler Johnson. That's who I've always just kind of thought. However, and, and Johnson. However, he Jeffrey he still kind of has it. Seeing the guys that are available, and they do have to get rid of cap, Tampa Bay. Do you think they trade one of those guys that you just mentioned? It's. I, I mean, I think Tyler Johnson is going to be gone regardless. Yeah, he yeah, got yeah, put I on agree. waivers. I agree. You know, Multiple and no times. one claimed him. Multiple times. But you know, and, and I will say what helps this trade stock a little bit. He did play a pretty darn good playoff series, playoffs in general. Now this past season. Um, so that was big. Um, Toronto, Alex Kerfoot and Jared McCann, who, yes, they just got. But as I mentioned in uh, earlier throughout the podcast, there was that leaked video on uh, Twitter that's been going around. Some person recorded, I guess, what could be a potential pre recording of the expansion draft announcing that they are taking oh, also the, uh, didn't forward. Oh, you're doing forwards. Never mind. Yeah, it's, it's forwards only from this list alone that Angel tweeted out. Uh, they also because um, I was going to say you missed you missed Calfoot available for Tampa Bay. Uh, there's also like defenseman Calfoot. That's a notable defenseman in general. Um, Connor Sheary from Winnipeg, oh, sorry uh, Washington, and Mason Alpton from <laughs> Winnipeg. Connor Sheary, yeah. Uh, Sherry, Sherry, pronounce your name right. Yeah. Um, I don't have the defenseman, the, the notable defenseman in mm-hmm. front of me. I don't think there's available. that. Just I think I it's definitely Calfoot. Uh, I would say. Brendan Gould and Hayden Fleury from Anaheim. That's pretty big in my opinion. Um, you have oh, Mark Giordano, I completely forgot, from Calgary. He is available, so that's pretty big there. If they want to get a veteran. If they want to get a veteran. Um, so there's that from Zidane Charles. Technically, uh, Dougie Hamilton is available for Carolina. <clears throat> So, oh, and the kid is Adora from uh, Chicago. They're rumored to want to get rid of him anyway, so that would be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the Flyers list overall? Were you surprised to see that Jake Borjak and James Van Riemsdyk were both unprotected? Um, after the trade, kind of, because Mitch and I texted about this too, and that he found it surprising that they didn't protect uh, JVR after the trade happened getting uh, after uh, Patrick got traded away but and even Charlie putting this out too the Flyers got rid of the easy option for Seattle and they did you know, they say okay well we okay we don't want to take either one of them we'll just take Abi Kubel just because yeah they got they protected him which who I thought was going to be the person that they probably protected so now, uh, I, I did. I was predicting that the fact that Nolan Patrick was gone, it was going to be Nicholas Albe Kubel, yeah, who had an awful sophomore year. He had a great rookie season, but his sophomore year is yeah. atrocious. I thought it was between him and Van Riemsdyk, but I, it, yeah. Um, so now, with that being said, it's down to James Van Riemsdyk and Jake Forcheck, most likely. Yeah. And from all accounts, it seems more likely it's going to be Forcheck. Forcheck, yeah. Um, but in a trade. Yes. The rumors that had come out that in a three team trade that he ends up on St. Louis and Robert Hay. And Robert Hay actually ends up in Seattle. Which would be funny. Mm -hmm. 
Um, now I'll put it this way for Philadelphia. If you are them, I think that both James Van Riemsdyk and Jake Borchick are gone regardless of who oh, Seattle thinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jake Borchick's going to be gone no matter what. I think he has a higher trade value. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think they're going to, that's I, whoever they take, they're going to, I think they're going to have some sort of side deal with the Kraken here. I, um, I think that it's, it could very well include, um, uh, Jake Voracek and I, I don't know how much more you want to include, but it's, it, you know, he has a good trade value, I think. So I think that if you trade him for Vladimir Tarasenko in that deal, I think that should be more than enough. If then some St. Louis should technically give the fire something back in a way. Also, not for nothing, because I still don't think the Flyers should keep their first round pick. If these moves do happen and they don't use the first round pick in this next trade, if it does happen, you still have a first round you could still use to try to get someone else. If you want not to only that, that just imagine it's not going to happen, but apparently there's been the phone lines have been buzzing around Matthew Chuck's name. Imagine. No, 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 no. no. I just had to bring up once. No, no, no. I saw He's it today. better than Brady Kachuk. Yeah, anyone's better than Brady Kachuk. Oh, I love it. I, I take had his dad. I take both of them over him. I would definitely take, dad, I take his dad over now over Brady Kachuk. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's fantastic. But yeah, I did. And I mentioned to this to you earlier. Now that you do have Ellis. The one problem the Flyers have now, just kind of going off, a little Flyers talk, and then we'll kind of wrap it up. Um, because you did kind of, and you got your number one defenseman, and obviously yep. this means, not that you couldn't, because if you did still go after Seth Jones, wow, that's going to be a great defense. <laughs> See, that's going to be incredible. Uh, it's not going to happen anymore, I don't think. No. That's why I think this trade happens, because that trade kind of fell off, because my guess is Columbus was probably asking too much. It's just my guess. Um, yeah. So this happened. So now you have your number one. Now you just have to try to find your second pair. Who plays with Sandheim? And for um, me, I don't want it to be Braun. It, it's not going to be Justin Braun. There's no way it's Braun. I would say that's not why Braun, it's. Um, Because it depends on what your whole stance is for defensemen. For me personally, I always like having a left-handed shot defenseman on the right side and right-handed shot defenseman mm-hmm. on the left side. So I like the idea of Ivan Provorov on the right side and Reinhouse on the left side. Um, so for that perfect one-time combo, and, uh, not only that, but they can pass. You know, they'll have better, more crisp passes. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I would like it if Trevor Sanheim is on the second pair, which I think he could he will very be. well be. He will be. Um, the question is, Who's who do with? you think? I don't know. That's going to be tough. If we're um, talking about the team right now, because I'm actually starting to believe that Ghost may be on this team next year, which I hope. It, it's looking more and more likely. I wouldn't mind if it's that, because in your situation, in your scenario, sorry, not situation, in your scenario, Ghost is right deep. So you can get that. 
um, which then means your third pair could be Braun and like Hag or whatever. Or, well, then you also or have Morin, Cam York. Or, oh, yeah, and Cam York, sorry. Or Igor. Um, or Igor Zamula, I think, has a good shot. Or, and I mentioned to this to you before we got on the podcast, if it's not a big contract, Ryan Suter. Or I would love that. Savard from Tampa Bay. I would also love that. Because... Suter isn't top pair defenseman anymore. He can still be a solid number two pair defenseman. I think he would be a great guy to pair with someone like Travis Sandheim. Exactly. And now the only issue there is that they must be left. He would have, but that's he would have some chemistry to begin with. Ryan Else was there when uh, Ryan Suter was there. Yeah, and he's only two years older than Ghost. Ghost is twenty eight. He's oh. I know in the grand scheme of things, that's young, but in NHL, it's prime kind of the back half of your career, too, once you hit your 30s. But that's just one person, that, and that's a hard. Those are two people I'd kind of look out for. And even uh, center-wise, I've seen Ryan Hart being rumored, which I would love as a third-line center. Or even, again, just because Chuck, and he seems to really love bringing guys back, if the price is right, Zach Parise. I wouldn't like center. I mean, Zach I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind Prezi and Suter. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it for again for the right price on the team for the right price. It all depends on that. I think Prezi is you more those than guys, likely to accept plus, the fact that if we do end up with Tarasenko plus now Ellis, that's this, a that's the team, team I was talking about last time. Was where you're like this? I this is the team. Maybe not. Completely not to go to the cup final, but this but, team could have a lot of yeah. It it makes I think it's extra the thing that makes the other teams or teams go like, damn it, yeah. I have to defend this. I have to defend that. Now, if you get Tarasenko, gotta hope he's healthy. When healthy, him with Drew and Couturier, deadly combination. Deadly, deadly, deadly could be a potential. So I hope it happens. Um, but we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. 8 p.m. tomorrow, ESPN2. I'm very much looking forward to it. I cannot mm-hmm. wait. I'm going to be freaking out no matter what happens. So All right. I... If you had to make one bold prediction, what would it be for the expansion draft? One bold prediction. I had one the other day. I forgot what it was. Because um, I feel like Carey Price going to Seattle is a little too easy here. I, I, it, it, where It's bold, but it's not as bold as it could be. Yeah. I have to have my Tyler Johnson going to Tampa Bay, but or going to I mean, Seattle. That's, that's the, not I, that. I, I, I don't think it's that bold. I'll put it this that's, way. That's a little bit more bold because there are some pretty legitimate <laughs> choices. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, Tyler Johnson wouldn't be a bad option, so... You want to be, but <clears throat> that's just a name I thought was going from Tampa Bay from the beginning. Yeah. Um. Um. Now, if we can't think of one bold choice for each, what we could do is like, ah, I got it. Landeskog goes to Seattle. I <laughs> was thinking the same thing. I think Gabe Landeskog could go to Seattle, uh, and he'll sign an extension there. I think that would be pretty wild to see. And uh, it would be. And how yeah. about this? 
if Duchesne gets back there, you got two. <laughs> oh my God. Those two yeah. can go back together. They can be on the same line again. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And with that, I think that's all we really got for today's podcast. Uh, until next time, we'll kind of go over these results. And obviously, shortly after we got the entry draft is coming up very soon, then free agency. So the odd season is just heating up now. Busy, busy time. Here we go. Fun times are happening. Until then, we'll see you next time.